and it's another fun-filled episode of the Chasing Tone podcast as of right now. Like, right now. That's true. That's true. And for those listening to the podcast, they missed uh, my vocal debut here on Skype. Oh, yep. 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 You know, singing, singing the Skype theme song. Yeah, I don't know what we were thinking. We should just, like I said before, we should always just have microphones rolling at all times when we're speaking. But then again, that could be bad. Actually, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> I'd be, be like, man, these guys really say some dumb things. Like, you think we say dumb <laughs> things on the podcast? Wait till we get when the mics aren't hot. Ooh, boy. I thought the idiocy was just an act. It's not. <laughs> they just, they're, they're really like this. Like, they really are like this. It's so disturbing to know that there's inhabitants of this same earth that are behaving in such uncivilized manners. Um, but hey. So, yes, sir. So, I've been, uh, I've been tasked with, a, while we were kind of talking in our pre-podcast discussion, I was... Uh, Partaking in a rather, um, it's a rather time-consuming task if you have the same problem I have, um, and I think you do. Um, Grant Wilson from Big Ear, you know Grant? I think you do. Yeah, yeah. I know Grant. Yep. He mm-hmm. likes pedals quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> I can imagine. That that comes in handy whenever yeah. you make them. And so he posted a picture yesterday, and I, I shared it too, of... Um, all of his pedals in one shot, um, which is a mm-hmm. lot, a lot. <laughs> he had to like get on a ladder and take a picture and all this stuff because he had them all laid out on the floor. Oh, and gotcha. he's like, "Hey, you need to do the same thing." I'm like, "Uh," he's like, "Don't worry. It only took me five hours to set up." <laughs> I was like, "Tell you what, I'll kind of like set it up slowly, like as I'm maybe on the phone with people or doing other things, and hopefully I can get it done by the end of the day." <laughs> I don't think I don't think I could allocate five hours to do that. I don't man. think I could either, which is why I think I'm going to have to piecemeal it together. Like like I said, I was I was I was arranging them as I was speaking with you, uh, off off of uh, recording. So, yeah. Oh, I'm. That's not what I no, was doing. No, you were, you, you weren't at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. I was working on a YouTube. So. Yep, it's like a multitasking. I'm not very good at it, but I find that I have to do it all the time, like all the time. I I hope 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 I'm getting better at it, but it's just, I know that I'm not. Um, but arranging something in a grid like formation that's already shaped like a a square box is not too terribly brain taxing so i was able to do that while we were chatting um so yeah that's true unless you have some like really oddly shaped pedals or something i I do have a roger mayer octavia which is shaped like a spaceship which i haven't put in that uh grid yet um and a few other things uh oh i got a satellite amps eradicator that's kind of weird shaped too not a hmm i haven't uh, checked out that one it's a real nice tube Tube uh, drive pedal, which I don't normally like that much, but I really like this one a lot. So you don't you don't normally like tube driven pedals? Not normally, not the ones I've played. They they and and so I should back this up a little bit. Was saying like I don't know if some of the ones I played were actually using the tube. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. know, so, yeah, little secret, but not so secret. 
some of the two bass pedals aren't using the tube at all. They just light it up. Just throwing, just throwing That's it true. out there. Yep. Yep. In fact, there was, well, I mean, there's been some improvements here in the past couple of years. Like, I think, I think Friedman just came out with a couple of two bass pedals. And if I recall right, they are, they are indeed running high voltages. So they are actually using the tubes as you would normally use a tube. Yeah, I played the you know I played for the uh, the fuzz. I think uh, was it the fuzz? Yeah, I'm not losing my mind. I don't think I was playing the fuzz. Yeah, he's got a he's got a fuzz. Is it tube driven as well? Uh, yes, I believe it is. Now it's been a, like a, a been a, it's been a good minute since I've I've tried it. But I remember how like thinking mm. like man, this is almost this is like a fuzz fuzz distortion type of thing. You know, <laughs> like it's it was. Hey, hey, that's my name. <laughs> Stop taking my pedal names. Sorry, <laughs> but the, it, that's what it sounded like to me. You know, it didn't really do, and this is probably by design. I mean, I know Friedman is more known for overdrive and distortion tones, um, but it was, it was, uh, it was definitely fuzzy. But it, it, it had that uh, kind of rat-like flavor to it. Although I know that's not what it is. Huh? I have no idea. I just knew he came out with some. So. I don't know, but I mean, what's I think the radial? Did you ever try the radial tone? Bone? No, I didn't. I seen There's it. A red but and blue. I never tried it. Mm-hmm. I like those. That now they weren't using the tubes as um, you know as gain multiplication, so they weren't using it like you would normally mm-hmm. use a tube. But they're running a distorted signal through it, which kind of warmed it up. And then I think they later went on to release a version without the tube. Okay. And so I, I mean, I actually kind of like those a bit. They're pretty cool. Yeah. I but or you know for distortion pedals I mean I don't really like distortion pedals that much but yeah know. what do you know about distortion pedals <laughs> <laughs> not very much but I'm still learning give give me a little bit I'll, I'll figure this stuff yeah, out yeah one one of these days Brian <laughs> I feel like you'll come out with a a real decent dirt pedal I've been thinking about it I've been thinking about it <laughs> oh man so what's Speaking of two bass pedals, oh, tell me more. Check this out. So this uh, this past week, here in December of 2017, I released a video that kind of became a bit controversial. Oh, yes, it did. So it was I had built a TS9 slash TS808 tube mm-hmm. screamer on my breadboard, and I put the changes that would make it go from TS9 to TS808 on mm-hmm. a switch. And so I did a blind test for the YouTube audience, right? To say, you know, do you, you know, let's guess which one is which? And there were a lot. That, I mean, there were a lot of people that you know were like, "Holy crap!" I didn't realize that they were that similar. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not near the difference that I've always thought right. there was. But then there are still the people that fight it venomously, like, you're crazy. I hear all kinds of difference. Like, it's totally radically different. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, it's not. I was sitting two feet away from the amp. I'm, I'm, I did this video to show you the differences are so small. <laughs> and it can be explained by pretty basic stuff. A slight change of impedance and a little bit different of a high-pass filter at the end. I, I wonder if it's you know, like... It's Maybe you need to do it with like hard data, like a on a scope or something, and like you don't understand, oh. Blake. This, this isn't math, science, or physics. This is magic. Okay, these things work by magic. Well, as far as I understand it, yeah, they're 
the best ones have uh, been, uh, you know, like had a spell cast on them by Gandalf, as far as I know. <laughs> uh, isn't that how? Isn't that what you well, do? I mean, Everyone <laughs> goes through the line. You have Gandalf on on the payroll, right? And he's he's forking yes. out, you know, mystical stuff. Yeah, and as when his magic wand wears out, those things are expensive, man. You know, got to go to magicwands.com to find them, and they're like twenty bucks thought, a piece. Now, you know? I thought you had to go to the the Ollivander's wand shop and have him find one for you. I thought that's how that worked. It can work that way, but Amazon just released a new division. <laughs> of course, they did. You know, so <laughs> Amazon wand division for the <laughs> exactly. for the wizard in your life. They were trying to think, what else can we take over here? Hmm. We haven't done anything with magic wands. Let's try that. What do you? What are we, <laughs> we going to do when Amazon Basics come out with like guitar pedals? Amazon Basic Green Overdrive. Oh no! Because <laughs> all the Amazon Basic stuff is that I've tried has been pretty good. That's true. It put me out of a job. Uh, and we can have it <laughs> teleported to your brain in ten minutes. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's probably if there was money in guitar pedals, then uh, that would probably happen. But there's not, <laughs> not like people think, anyways. Anyway, so yeah, so the TS9 TS8 thing, it um, it's been it's been getting quite a bit of hits, a lot of comments, both on Facebook and on mm-hmm. YouTube, and it's kind of astonishing. It, like, it in some ways it's disappointing, and in some ways it's enlightening just on how people respond so you know like i said some people will turn it into an argument you know like like i'm the devil (laughs) for pointing it out you know and other people are like huh well it's cool to see like the two you know if everything being the same you just changing that with one switch and to actually hear what Mm -hmm. that difference is so i don't know i also had to um have a problem this week where someone asked if we used micro how they how they say it do we use micro sized components micro sized like, micro sized do you use, do you use no, nanobot I, technology right but I think what they're talking about was surface mount right okay yeah so you know I've explained this to people uh-huh. over and over and over uh, a lot of a lot of the through hole parts, you just can't, they either don't make them at all in with, in some, um, you know, with some chips or the availability of them is very, very mm-hmm. limited, you know? So if I was building, well, it's like fuzzes, for example, you're not going to be able to build 10,000 germanium fuzzes. Not consistently. You know? No. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, or year after year, because like there, you just you can't find that many good germanium transistors of a specific type. Well, that, that's why you, know? you see the guys that, so, that do that kind of specialize in that stuff. They're always, almost always, right. uh, like doing them in batches. Yeah, they're all in batches because the numbers like, are we limited. Found, so. Oh, we you'll even see like oh, we found you know through our sources we were able to scrounge up you know enough to do a run of, of fifty or something. Like, right. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it's not something that just, germanium is outdated, you know, like they don't, they don't need, yes. they don't need it for basically anything but fuzz pedals to my knowledge. <laughs> the, 
Yeah, in the electrical engineering community, you pretty much never want to use a germanium transistor. No. <laughs> it's 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 kind of like making writing a handwritten note, sending it in the mailbox to you know your friend across town, asking him something simple like, "Hey, can we meet for coffee?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, it's it's kind of like that. But <laughs> no, it really is. It's it's but, only useful, to my knowledge. I'm no, I'm I'm I've very limited electrical knowledge, but I've never heard of it being requested in any other application other than audio, and that makes sense. Right. I understand why that would be. Um, it has its merits in audio, but like you got to understand, like if you're gonna make something that's constantly available for everyone to purchase kind of whenever they want, you you should really not design it around those components. Right, right. Yeah, so, you know, I had to try to explain that some some parts are indeed surface mount, some mm-hmm. aren't. I mean, and it's like, you can't, you can't say just because it's a surface mount component, it's bad. Automatically it's bad because of surface mount. It doesn't work that way. There's there's really crappy through-hole parts and there's really crappy surface mount parts and there's good through-hole parts and good surface mm-hmm. mount parts. I mean, it just... Things don't really work the way a lot of people... a lot. I say a lot of people. A lot of forum think right. works, right. you know? Because there's a lot of, lot of uh, kind of opinions that aren't necessarily factual. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, I mean, you could take like Fractal, for example. Now, I think Fractal and Kemper, people pretty much know it's good stuff, right? I mean, for the mo- by and large, percentage-wise, people know that it's it's going to be a pretty good-sounding mm-hmm. unit. Yeah, it may not be exactly now, if, what you're looking for, but by and large, the consensus is they do a great job. Right. You're not going to find that in through-hole parts. <laughs> it is, they don't make the chips no. in through-hole. <laughs> you can't do that. So, I mean, it's a little deeper than just what type of parts is this pedal made from. So, anyways, that was just an interesting uh, quote-unquote discussion I had this week yeah. with someone. I mean, and that's not to say, like, that the part doesn't – the parts do matter. But it doesn't just like you said. Just because it's made this way doesn't mean it's bad. It's does it <clears throat> does right. it work in the circuit the way you want it to work in the circuit? You know that's right. that's what it is. Well, and you know by the, by the same by the same token, you can you can okay create you can create a really bad sounding circuit. Let's let's call it an mm-hmm. overdrive with you. Know, it's just the values are terrible. It just sounds horrible. You could use the best parts. That you know, people love the unobtainium capacitors that are six dollars mm-hmm. a piece. It'll still sound like crap. <laughs> like the good, the, the quote unquote good part is not going to make it sound fantastic. Yeah. It's a bad design, right? So as you're designing, you're taking into account here's the good things about this part. Here's the bad things. So I have to take that into account as I'm mm-hmm. designing it. <sighs> Math. You know, digital pedals are awful. Never buy one. <laughs> I only use analog reverb. Analog reverb. That's exactly mm. right. Yep. Analog reverb and analog delay. And I don't mean bucket brigades. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, analog delay. Like I have a mic across the hill from me 
and I'm recording the source. That's how I use my delay. <clears throat> yeah. You know? So I have an amp, amp that's, you know, a thousand yards away, and I'm just I'm just feeding that signal back to itself so it creates delay. It makes you know? setting up for gigs a little bit tough, but it's it's the it's the only way to achieve the real tone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. Yeah. That that's what I would call true, true analog. analog. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and you know what? I'm gonna get rid of all my fuzz pedals. Did I tell you that? Yeah, I'm getting no, rid of not. them all because it's not real. I'm just gonna start slashing speakers again. You know that was that was the OG. <laughs> why why we why we uh, why are we messing with all this this pedal nonsense? Yeah, I don't. Well, you, you know what you can do. You you don't you don't even have to, a different way of making fuzz. I don't know if anyone's ever done this. Just take a bunch of empty aluminum mm-hmm. cans and just throw them in the back of your speaker oh, cabinet so they rattle around yeah. like crazy. New type of fuzz right there. Boom. I like this. I like this. I mean, it's kind of like the new strap lock. You know, like everyone just used to peel off the washer of their Grolsch container and call it a day. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is like, (laughs) hey, we got all this Coors Light laying around. Let's make some fuzz. (laughs) Exactly. The Coors Light fuzz. Yep. That's your next product. The Coors Light fuzz. Um, I'm working on that. I'm drawing the schematic out right now. (laughs) We need, uh, uh, what's the Coors Light fuzz? Well, how, how big's your amp? It's gonna determine <laughs> the four the the four twelve has a lot more fuzz than the one twelve. I'm just saying. You just ship a j- large box of empty Coors cans to somebody. That'll be four hundred dollars, please. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you were telling me you you started to allude to something before oh, we were what talking. Was that? I forgot. And you're like I. Uh, you're like I'm in, right in the middle of this heavy project, but I can't talk to you about it. Right no, now. no that that was what that that was what I was talking about. We already talked. Oh, that yeah, was it. Heavy. It's just time consuming. Oh, well, that, that's that's disappointing. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's just time consuming. Because well, if you're if you're sick, like like you and I and Grant and everyone else that is in this industry, pretty much, you tend to have a lot of pedals, um, like a lot of pedals, and so for me mm-hmm. to like. Like you said, it took Grant five hours between setup and teardown of just to get that shot. Uh, <laughs> I'm estimating that uh, it won't take me quite that long, just simply because everything's kind of within grabbing distance. But it, it'll yeah. it'll take a good bit of time. Um, and it's uh, as someone said when I shared Grant's picture, someone said, "Oh, look, your mental illness is on display." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, kind (laughs) of, so I don't, I don't think I'm I'm looking around the room now. I don't have the floor space that I could set a bunch of pedals down. Like I just have synergy boxes stacked on top of each other because this video I just got done doing and then tripods and lights and heaters and amps and vacuum cleaners. Well, yeah. Yeah. I kind of had to like clear the floor space. I had to like scoot everything into the corners of the room <laughs> like oh boy uh i'm honestly honestly <laughs> sitting here going like am i even gonna get it all in one shot i don't know i think so because i got this little loft thing that i can get up pretty high um but i don't know mm-hmm. for sure that i'm gonna be able to fit it all in one shot which is you know i guess sp- you you need a fisheye lens yeah that would work mm-hmm. yep sir Amazon has those too for your iPhone. 
All right. Yep. Time to hit up old Mr. Bezos again. Hey, if you can, can you use my affiliate link so I can get a couple bucks? I'm actually setting one of those up again. I used to have one of those, uh, and I, mm-hmm. I kind of forgot about it, and through some screwy stuff, it expired. I'm setting one of those up again because I'm like, hey, why not? You know? That's what I'm thinking, man. I mean, it's not like it's not like I have advertisers beating out beating beating down the door to be on no. a gear podcast, you know. No. So, besides Sinusoid, well, those guys. Those... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just teasing. Those guys, are the, uh, they are the best, though. I'm just saying they are. Well, I mean, they're great guys. I can't say they're the best cable because I have other friends in the cable industry, and that would just you know I can't take sides on that one. I'm sorry. But they are great people. They're, yes, and they make they're a wonderful great people. And yes. since they sponsor my podcast, I can say I think they're the best ever of everything all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, uh, um, I should probably plug this on my own show. But I'm gonna plug it on this one too, since I I think I've been on long enough that I can plug stuff. Sometimes is that okay? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Why not? At Nam, I sure, think we're not? gonna do another pizza party. Andy and I are uh, are talking about that. So. Keep the lookout on the the internets and the podcasts because we're gonna try to do another pizza party with the Sinusoid Boys. Um, fingers crossed that that can all align. But yeah, and maybe you can come this time. It depends. I what don't day know. is it? We're still figuring it out. We well, got to figure out. It's, I know stuff we, out, we we have a phone call scheduled for next week to to analyze wow. said pizza party. You're going to discuss what type of food you're going to have. We're going to discuss where and how the pizza will be, uh, in you know, injected into the craziness that is Nam. I see. Sounds like fun. Yeah, I wasn't invited last year, you so I wouldn't know. You told me you couldn't come because it was like in the <laughs> middle of the day on Friday or something. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't do it in the middle of the day. It was a lunch. Hey, I know there's a bunch of people at your booth here, but hey, you got like three hours. We can go kill some beer and pizza. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. What a, You got people that can run that. Amanda just loves it when you leave her at the booth. She loves it, right? Yes, she does. Yes, because she, she loves talking about guitar gear. She knows mm-hmm. all about it. She, she really does. She does, and she, you know? it's her passion. It is her passion. It is funny, though, because she's been around it long enough. By the way, anyway, I doesn't know Amanda would be my wife, in mm-hmm. case you're wondering. So um, people will come up and say, so... You know, which which one sounds more like the brown sound? She's like, oh, that's like the Pinnacle Deluxe. It's, <laughs> but it's got like an active three-band EQ on it. If, if you don't want to pedal as a Tube Screamer type boost, then you probably want the Pinnacle Standard. <laughs> like she, she knows all about it. She just doesn't care. She doesn't care that between the sound of, uh, I, I don't know, Eddie Van Halen and... Brad Paisley. Yeah. Brad Paisley. Sure. Sure. Yeah, she could care less the difference. Of sound. <laughs> and that, I I found that's kind of funny too, uh, just by nature of you know what we do. Uh, my wife's like, like she's starting to like know some of the lingo, you know, like we're about about something that she has kind of just no, you know what I mean, like no interest in. Like it'd be like me right. learning about you know, yeah. I don't know, knitting needles or something, or you know, just something I just have no interest in. Um, right. No, no, I get it. I mean, my my wife actually has the superhero mm-hmm. cape business where they make, you know, she makes, she actually makes superhero capes right. for kids. And, you know, so I've had to do a few things with her regarding it, but personally, I have no interest between, do you like this color blue satin or this color blue? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, 
They're both they're so they're the, That's the best blue. It's a tremendous blue. <laughs> right. There is no better blue than that blue, so you mm-hmm. got to go with that one. So I, I totally get it. I mean, it's just... Uh, Luckily, we don't have to go to any textile conventions or anything not, like that. Not yet. yet. So, I, I, not yet. I'm not. And she's she's warned me. She's threatened me. She's like, one of these days, we're going to go to a textile convention. You're going to see what it's like for me when I go to Nam. No, I uh, actually, <laughs> uh, when I went to uh, Fear the Riff uh, in in New York, like whatever I forgot when that was in the fall sometime my wife yeah. came with me and like and uh, and and she's she's like I, I think I could probably hang out there for a few hours I'm like I bet you don't because she doesn't because she didn't have <laughs> she didn't need to you know she she wasn't like helping she was just kind of hanging out being nice and supportive and you know very and as she always is but she she was in there uh for I don't know 20 minutes like initially and she's like, yeah, I'm a jet, so I'll see you a little bit later. <laughs> she came back and hung out, uh, hung out for longer, you know, after she had explored, you know, Williamsburg and found all the cool vintage shops right. and stuff. Then she kind of, she's like, all right, I'm going to come back now at, like, the end of the day. And she hung out. But it was just right. kind of funny because I was like, I don't think you're going to want to, like, you can't, you're welcome to hang out. I don't think you're going to want to. She's like, no, I can hang out for a, for a few hours, and she's like, yeah, I gotta go. This is not for me. This <laughs> is a bunch of sweaty dudes talking about reverb, germanium transistors. <laughs> what is what is that even? Yeah, um, but I was. <laughs> she's a, and I think you have the same the same thing. Like she's amazingly tolerant of my eccentricities. Yes. Yep. Yeah, very true. And uh, unfortunately, um, my wife has <laughs> has kind of been forced to take part in the business. So she's, she doesn't have a choice sometimes. She's like, I really, I re- do we, actually, she's like every year, do I have, do I have to go to NAM? Like, really, I really have to? <laughs> yeah, yes, I, I need your help. I need you to help me there. <laughs> She's like, all I do is pass out shirts, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yes, she. I can vouch for that. <laughs> like, she handed me a, I know. a shirt last time. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't pass out the shirts, that means I have to, <laughs> <laughs> or pay someone to pass out the shirts. Therefore, you are now the shirt passer outer. <laughs> it's a nice shirt. I know I've said it before, but I like that shirt. I wear it all the time. I've been working on some new shirts, actually. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have to show you uh, show you the shirts when, when I'm done. And, and and I'm trying to think of some new things some new things to do, you know. So are we gonna get hand sanitizer um, again? I do have some left. Yep, I have oh, some left. Yes. So I'll I'll bring what I have. I don't know I don't know when these run out if I'm gonna do it again or not because it's kind of, oh, well, it was a joke at first, and now it's just expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of doing those things like you wouldn't think that it would be. As expensive as it is, but when you when you're not buying like tremendous volume, like oh, we bought like four thousand. Well, that's I, of well them. I mean, that's a lot. But I'm thinking like in order to get the cost way down, you'd have to buy like thirty thousand. You know. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to buy truck. You know, a yeah. pallet full. Of and that's them or that's when it comes into like so. well, you know the when people are like it only costs X Y Z. It's like yeah, but you had to buy a lot in order to get the cost down to X Y Z. <laughs> Same thing goes for guitar pedals and. Pretty much anything that's mm-hmm. uh, produced. Yeah. So, 
But that, and and that kind of leads me to um, another thing that I I wanted to bring up, which is someone on our Facebook group asked. I forget the exact questions, but it basically was this. He said, you know, a tremolo circuit's pretty simple. Maybe two knobs. What? Why does it cost so much more than, you know, like a distortion or overdrive oh. circuit? You know, like so. You know, what's what's why is that type of simple circuit the same price? And so I had to kind of explain that it's not um, just because there's two knobs doesn't mean that there's nothing under the hood. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. there's there's a lot of things going on with with well, depending on the type of tremolo circuit, there's a lot of things going on that you you could put ten knobs or two really mm-hmm. if you want, and you know, and there are some pedals that are a lot less inexpensive. Like, what, I forget what it's called, but I, I know... I, I remember the JHS one. It's basically like a volume box. Just a passive volume control, like you'd, what you'd put in your effects loop like for to work as a master right. volume. You know, so yeah, I think it's like 45 bucks or mm-hmm. something like that. So, yeah, that's going to be a lot less expensive because there's nothing in there. But if you, if you have, you know, circuit boards and power stuff and switching and, you know basically everything that goes into making a circuit, it kind of doesn't matter if it's a tremolo or an overdrive or distortion or whatever. The costs are pretty much going to be the same. I mean, you might save some change on a couple of resistors or an IC chip mm-hmm. or something, but that's that's not really where, like, the big bulk of the cost is with this stuff. No. You know? Especially if, if you're building them, you know, like here in America. or And a double especially... If you're trying to build them out of your garage or oh, something yeah. like that. Because there's just, you know, you just, you can build one for 60 or 70 bucks, but you you would make more money if you got a job at White Castle. You really <laughs> would. Seriously. Well, and, and so. yeah, here we go. We're trying to go into the business, the business <laughs> side again. And I know we've harped on this like a million times, but when you're factoring in the cost of, of product, you're not just factoring in the cost of, you know, the conclosure and the parts and, like, the, the all of the, that. Right. You also got electricity. So if you get to some point, you got employees, which may or may not involve mm-hmm. insurance, which may, you know, like, like yeah. at the end of the day, the cost of the product and is a lot more than, than just the parts that went into it. Um, oh, big time. And, big time. And, and then you, I mean, you know, like if you're at scale, you have machines, you have, uh, you know, like you definitely have insurance, you have vacations, you have desks, computers, printers, like all this stuff that you got to pay for somehow that's called mm-hmm. overhead. But you have all these things that go into making this little box with these knobs yeah. that you stomp on. Oh, and so, and plus customer service, customer service is and expensive. R and D costs a lot of money. And R and D is expensive, mm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially when you try to do new stuff. So, like, we got to create something mm-hmm. that hasn't been done before. Oh boy, there you go. Right. That R and D is uh, is no joke. Right. It's super easy to just pull a you know DIY schematic off some forum somewhere. And be like, yeah, let's just try this. You know, still still an image off of Google and mm-hmm. call it a day. Like that's, <laughs> and there are companies that do both of those, and. You know, you don't have a whole lot of R and D that way. I don't. I don't like 
like that just wouldn't ever sit right with me no. doing it that way. And but, there's nothing there's uh, nothing inherently yeah. well, I don't know I, I don't like the the whole using DIY stuff, but like if you've got an agreement or whatever, a lot of people start that way. Which is okay, which is okay, mm-hmm. but like don't don't pass it off as something it's not, you know. Right. Don't don't build a tube screamer and be like, dude, this is totally a Marshall in a box. <laughs> <laughs> I spent years working on this circuit. <laughs> yeah. Like like I, I would say I would hazard a guess that most people start out with some sort of DIY something these days, which is, you know, that's cool. Oh yeah. Um but yeah. you know, just call it what it is. You know. Yeah, I think I I do know I do know a few smaller companies that didn't start out in the DIY world. They just they literally decided they were going to start a pedal business. And, and it, so it does happen where you just have the guy that loves pedals and he wants to, you know, do more than just play it. He wants to be involved in it. And I and I get that. I don't know. I don't know uh, I think it depends that on that descri- Oh wait. <laughs> but I mean it's a different I mean some people kind of approach it more from a hands-on nerdy engineering mm-hmm. aspect and some people are approaching it more from I just want to be surrounded by it mm-hmm. you know and a combination of the two like it's not it's not one or the other I mean there's various degrees there's there are people that just don't want to do nothing except you know create circuits or you know, t- type code all day long. That's mm-hmm. all they want to do. And um, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I like a little combination of All everything. you want to do is podcast yeah. with me. That's all you want to do. That's, the, that's exactly <laughs> right. Honestly, if, I mean, I like designing stuff and I like making content. That's, my, that's probably my favorite thing to do is making content. Mm-hmm. It is. And I know that sounds weird, but it's that's what's fun to me is like making the corny videos and doing the podcasts and... I like teaching people the DIY stuff mm-hmm. a lot. I don't know. I just enjoy it. So that's why mm-hmm. I do it. I've told people when it stops being fun, I probably will quit. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's not to say it's all sunshine and roses all the time. No, no. I mean, with anything, there's there's the 80-20 rule. There's the 20% that is awesome has to make it worth the 80% mm-hmm. that sucks. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, I, well, I don't know. I, so, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm kind of, uh, you know, not. And I'm not. I don't have as much history as you, but I, I, for me, I would, I would flip that the other way around. Eighty percent of it's pretty good, but twenty percent of it's awful. You know, <laughs> I think it. I think it depends where you're at. I mean, you know, at one time uh, prior to a couple years ago, I was managing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's. And I hated that. Like, I hated the idea that I had to manage the retailers. I had to manage, like, all, all, like all the spreadsheet data-driven stuff. I had to manage, you know, of course, you have uh, employees and the manufacturing and the engineering. And, uh, like, just basically every facet of the business had to be managed. And that, so that's where all my time was being spent, was being the mm-hmm. manager. And so, you know, I, I wanted to get away from that. So I kind of put I put things in places, people in places where I, you know, they could, okay, you take care of distribution, you take care of making manufacturing happens how we want it to happen. You, you know what I mean? Like all these different parts where now the biggest bulk of what I do is design stuff and then make cool content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got, you got back to you know? the 80%, but at one time you, you weren't there. I did. I did. I did. Yeah. And, and in fact, I'll tell you the truth. 
uh, not that I'm not telling you the truth anyways, but something that a lot of people don't know, I had, um, as I was getting bigger, I think it was my first, maybe my second NAM, um, Seymour Duncan, I kind of became friends with Seymour mm-hmm. Duncan, and he was and he was talking to me about, you know, as your business is growing, here's what's going to happen. Uh, and so he he actually started warning me. He's like, "This is it's it's going to start being more of a business, and you have a similar personality to me. You, you have to protect yourself from this because you'll start hating it." So and and I I, I don't know if you know the history of Seymour Not Duncan. Well, but no, I don't. The see, yeah. So Seymour like he his um this is his wife or ex wife. I think it was his wife and became his ex wife, but she still pretty much ran a big portion of the business because he just wanted to focus on making pickups and designing pickups and talking to people and, you know, that sort of thing, more of the creative mm-hmm. aspect. And uh, so I think he kind of went through that too. So it was, it was cool to have someone that had been in the industry that I could go to and say, what did you do in this situation? <laughs> you know? So that's, uh, that's actually really handy. And I mean, I mean, you know, not to, not to make you feel to, to to get your head any bigger than it already is, Mister Wampler, but uh, you you've kind of served that role for me uh, in in some ways. So thanks. Well, I I try to, and I I really believe like in the passing it down sort of thing. So in there's a a variety of smaller builders, and there's a like a private forum for a lot of these builders too, where people can ask questions, and so. So I actually enjoy helping a lot of these smaller guys as they're going through these problems to just say, hey, here's my phone number. If you got something that's going on, just give me a shout. Maybe I can mm-hmm. help you through it. It's not a big, you know, you know what I mean? You're like, what do you do when this, you run out of these parts? What do you do? You know, or here's the situation happening with, uh, you know, our retailers. What, what would you do here? It's, it's nice to have someone you can bounce that stuff off oh. of rather than just, you know, trial and error. Yeah, exactly. And 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 sometimes just like oh, what we were talking about a completely different subject earlier, but sometimes for me it just helps to just talk it through. Like with it, for for some reason most of the time when my brain works better and I can find a solution to something if I just <laughs> and this is much to the detriment of those around me, if I just keep talking. Like it eventually <laughs> <laughs> eventually I'll stumble upon the answer if I just keep rambling for long enough. <laughs> so apologies to you and my wife and anybody else that is around me. <laughs> so you just sound like the, the you sound like the murmuring fool in the in the corner talking to himself, shaking uncontrollably. It's sort of, except I'm saying <laughs> words. They may not make any sense, but I'm like, and then well, if I do, and then okay, no, because this will and then oh and then and then he said, well, and then aha. This is the answer. <laughs> the answer is germanium. Why not yes. think of that? <laughs> I don't know why I'm wired that way, but uh, I can't fix it, I don't think. so. Yeah, I'm more of a go-off-in-the-wilderness type of person. I'll go off in the wilderness for a day and, you know, hunt my own food, find my own water, and then I'm like, aha, that's why I needed a 10K resistor there. <laughs> What was I thinking? Well, and and I have that too. Uh, we think we talked last time about uh, shower ideas. I get a lot of shower ideas. Like, ah, da, da, I'm singing a song, and oh, that would be a rad pedal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very, very true. true, very true. 
Well, hey, man, we're 40 minutes wow, in this, this podcast. this one just kind of flowed. I don't know. I don't even remember what I said. I hope. Hopefully Me either. said things that made sense. The, t- the, the title of this podcast will be, We Talked About Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Brian and Blake talk about stuff. So. <laughs> uh, all right, okay. man. Well, you want to you wanna wrap this mug yeah, up? in a nutshell. I don't remember what I said, but hopefully you enjoyed it. <laughs> Perfect. I agree. Later. Thanks so much for listening to the Chasing Tone podcast. Hope you really like it. If you have any comments or questions, you can always email me at podcast at wamplerpedals.com. Also, something else that not many people know, if you would rather leave a voicemail message on our voicemail, we can use that as an audio file for the podcast as well and have you on the podcast. So if you have any questions that you would rather than type it out, just want to talk, then call 765-352-8626 and we can get your question on the show. So everyone, have a great Christmas. This is our Christmas podcast today. Uh, Have a great Christmas, and we'll talk to you next week.